Hello, welcome back to the Weekly Rockley Podcast, the most um, random podcast that you're going to listen to today. Is that is that fair, or is that like you know, like haha, I'm random, I'm funny? Is that is that where I'm going for you? I think I think you nailed both both tones very very well there. Yeah, good delivery there. <laughs> um, listen, we've got a jam packed show for you today. By that I mean it's pretty much all transfers because that's what's been happening this last week. Like the last two or three days, there's been a whole bunch of uh, things that have happened, things I want to talk about. Um, things i haven't included on the list but i'm sure i'll add uh, as we go on uh but we'll focus we'll focus there we'll focus there uh, i know both of us had a little bit busy week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know uh, we were away last episode so the question is how much smack did messy and wabs talk about us probably all the um, smack if you listen if you listen to the episode you would know uh- <laughs> <laughs> um i i just i i, I know what it's uh like you know i, I was gonna say though um I'm always interested to see what they what what the, what what they talk about me. You know, I just listen to every episode. And that's all I'm doing. I'm I'm such a narcissist that it, all it is is just like, hey, what what do they say about me? Uh, speaking of <laughs> putting people on a pedestal, um, let me thank our patrons here. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, with our um, yeah, I guess what the guitar is back. So uh, with your Patreon intro jingle here that i'm gonna make up in two seconds that's it you get one chord it was an a chord all right bravo, that's all you got bravo. all right you got you got the you got the a and then you got the a chord all right um so thank you so much zodiac 22 too much space chaos maker space bear frank austinus digital toast paint Aruk, young slug and pk thank you so much for your continued support if you would like to join uh the patreon or just like preview i think the patreon has a cool new feature where it, like previews the first minute of some of the bonus shows so if you'd like to take a look at that, you can go to patreon.com slash ASAP weekly. Um, cool thing is, uh, is we have a new Rob and Kyle show coming up uh, where um, the requested topic uh, by the director's chair patron was to talk about some pro wrestling. So I, the plan is for me to inform Wabs as to what is happening in the wrestling world today and Wabs to react uh, you know, completely blind to it. So I, I think it's, I think it'll be a good episode coming up. So uh, yeah. yeah, look uh, look forward to that. Um, but right here on the Rocket League podcast, the first thing we want to talk about is our week in Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Now, cursor, this is gonna be a tough one here. Okay. Did you manage? Because I know I know both of us have been really busy. Did you manage to play some Rocket League this week? Uh, yeah, actually, my, most of my Rocket League time has been spent. Um, oddly enough like getting absolutely textually abused uh, in ones because my ones rank is deplorable currently. I haven't kept up with it as I've ascended in other ranks. So they're like, what are you doing with a title down here? How much was your title? You're so bad. And just all the wonderful things that could totally destroy my morale and make me want to play this game. I, I get them. So I try to make sure chat is off. Hey, haters <laughs> going to hate. Yeah. But like I said, true winners get motivated. True, true. <laughs> true but uh yeah i don't know if i said that i just i made that up all right continue i like it though i like it but uh it just yeah but i've been working on a bit of ones here um just kind of trying to improve on myself for maybe half hour hour when i can here or there maybe every day every other day um actually a lot of my time has been 
hopping on alt accounts and playing with members like you. Yes, you, the one listening to this podcast, because you know who you are. Um, we've been getting together. I was um, helping uh, Clorox with some double taps, and I was helping uh, Chaos Maker a couple of weeks back with a little bit of rotational knowledge, um, and just kind of you know playing with people in the community and seeing where they're at and trying to. Uh, you know, bring a little bit of a thunder and help them enjoy the the game a bit more when they're just trying to hang out and relax in their time off. You know, um, and just sort of spend time with people. So my rank grind is kind of at a halt just because there's so much going on. I'm at the end of my third year of my apprenticeship program. I recently got like raise and I've been doing this and that and the other thing and you know, more responsibilities at work. So I'm, I'm still trying to squeeze it in. Overall, I'd say my week or weeks in Rocket League have been um, productive and and uh, very, very enjoyable. Just spending time with people. Just you know, really. Yeah. Just no. That sounds fun. Just remembering why I play this game because I love it and I love playing it with people and I love playing it especially with our community as well. Like anytime you guys want to meet up on a weekend and play some casuals or some privates or something, I'm, I'm more than likely always down. I'm just I'm here and I, I just want to hit ball. <laughs> my um so. yeah my kind of my kind of thing about that is like I I definitely know and I mean I'm sure people in the community themselves have, have felt it that like we we haven't really organized any community events and I'm just like it's that time of my life. Or right uh, that you know it's that's is that season of my life where uh, the uh, the event organization just isn't really possible at least at least for on my end of things yeah uh, but but I, what I think is cool, I mean, there's there's some underdog stories uh, in our discords, uh, like the esports chat, I, I think, is the uh, underdog chat of the year, oh, yeah. um, which came out of nowhere, yeah. uh, which which I'll just see people talking about transfers and stuff. And I'm like, oh, OK, OK, we got we got a little we got a side niche here, you know, yeah. where there's the, the people who only post in the esports. They don't post anything and anything else. It's just the esports chat. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, obviously, I, I like I like kind of community building and all that but um you know they're the amount of things that i kind of officially organized just kind of dropped a little bit and that's that's just the nature of where we're at currently mm-hmm. and i'm sure in a kind of a different uh different part different time you know the, i'm sure the show will go through some evolutions and and we'll see some of that increase again at some point for sure for sure uh, for my week in rock league i mean i'm still on the grind to finally beat um the uh the dribble challenge there <laughs> Um, the, I believe the overhaul or the Eversax one, like the, the second one, just the second one, like the dribble challenge too. Cause I, okay. I, I believe, I think the furthest I got was like the level before the end or the level. Yeah. I think that uh, was, that was it. Nice. So my, my goal now that I'm offline is, or like my internet is too bad to really play is, is to, to maybe beat it. Um, my oh. last try, I think, I think a relative, like what, what is really fun is like, I can get to level 20 quite quickly now, like, like pretty easy breezy. Nice. Um, but it's, it's just when you start getting kind of into those things, although it's, it's something like, if I want to put it one way, it's 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 kind of interesting. Like looking at that challenge is like a reflection of like skill progression because I find that um, at first when I had to do it, I had to like really think. I had to like ingrain it in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and then there was this kind of like feel to it. Like you you start getting the feel for it. You start kind of hanging on to like okay, this is where I slow down. This is where I speed up. Yep. And then like now some of the things are just like ingrained in my bones. You know, like so mm-hmm. that's why that that first part is a lot easier because like all those like MIDI skills are just like 
what is it um subconscious like unconsciously competent uh skills right, so right. i can do them without really thinking about them mm-hmm. um yeah that's I, I, I don't it's been a while since we talked about that i don't mind kind of bringing since i brought it up just yeah, like talking about means. it quickly for those who don't know um so the first the first level of learning something is you are uh what is it you, you're unaware of your ability yeah exactly <laughs> and unable to do it that's maybe okay uh, yeah that's that's a good way to put it so your first level is you're unaware of where you're at like where your relative ability is at compared to other things so you'll see this a lot of times especially like this is really interesting especially like when people are playing a new sport like they might be like athletic right sure but they don't actually realize how bad they are at the specifics of that sport right um because they don't have the knowledge for it so they think they think they're doing things right but they're not doing things right um maybe someone who's athletic might actually be somewhat okay at doing some of the basics just because they can naturally get it really quickly but in general that's kind of your first level um Mm -hmm. then you are you are aware and you're unable to do it um and so that's the kind of the second level where, where you've gained at least enough knowledge uh where you where you know what you're trying to do now <laughs> you yeah, know right. you know what you're attempting to do uh and then by yeah you're right where you have to do but you still haven't learned the skills then the third level is you know what you have to do and if you think about it you can do it so you can con you can consciously uh, like apply it so if you think really hard and and you try it they can do it and then, then there's the last level where subconsciously like you have the skills so ingrained that uh you can do it without thinking right uh, so those are kind of the four levels of a lot of learning it's a theory or another i never get the name but um it's a good kind of way of like thinking about like where are you um and so i think what you have and like when you see people who are really striving for like the upper echelon um, is when people say, oh, I can read the game really well or like I have really good knowledge. Um, they still might be kind of at level three a little bit um, mm-hmm. because you playing at a new rank, you have to be like subconsciously able to play at that rank well enough that you don't have to overthink you just do the right things. And so that's, right. yeah. you know, and that's 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 kind of those things. And you know, it's a little, you know a little more complicated sometimes because we have a lot of variables in Rock League where like you know the new players you get every game are so different that like you're constantly reacting and adjusting. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's one way you can kind of look at your skill progression and maybe maybe more precisely is like these four levels you might want to look at like different aspects of the game. So you might be like you know you've practiced your air dribbles and flip resets so many times, so now you've gotten to a point where uh, you're. Uh, what is it you're able to do that you're you're, you're like oh I've, i'm subconsciously able to do flip resets every time but i'm not a i'm not rotating post <laughs> back post subconsciously every time right i, I wish uh, i so could do flip resets unconsciously every time <laughs> but, but uh so yeah but, but that's i guess that's the point uh, all right uh i think we'll uh end our week in rocket league here uh are you ready for the uh the <clears throat> we're gonna call this the turbo tip of the week turbo tip of the week yeah, there it is. Ready? Okay. Okay, there, that's what you got this time. All right, it'll be better <laughs> next time. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it here. I'm just getting you with random cores. Um, your turbo tip of the week is um, when you retire, become an esports coach. Uh, well, turbo <laughs> has um, has said that he is interested in being a coach. And I saw this tweet the other day, and I thought this was news. So there you go. Um, oh. I. 
I. You just. I'm sorry. You, you reminded me of something. Uh, we were having this conversation. Maybe. Oh gosh, we're on. Was this? What is this? Like two twenty now? We were having this conversation yeah. almost a hundred episodes ago. Where wow. I, where I was like, yeah, when Turbo retires, I see him being that guy who's probably going to be a coach or something. Like. <laughs> I gotta go and back. You and say think. we don't do long-term plot here on yeah, the show. <laughs> we, we have so much plot armor on the show; it's ridiculous. I, I'm gonna go find it. I'm actually gonna dig. That'll be my homework from you, without even telling me this week. There you go. Yeah, find the turbo episode. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I just heard this and I'm like. I think Turbo is good vibes, but I'm curious how good he is actually at coaching a team. I mean, it maybe it's a thing where you just there's certain because of like the respect he's kind of garnered. Maybe there's certain teams where you're like they can coach themselves. We just need someone to kind of be there to talk about specifically like how you should be feeling in a tournament, you know, just performance and stuff. So I think there's certain teams I could definitely use as a coach. I probably wouldn't recommend him for um, the hyper analytical part of the game, but also that's just me stereotyping. <laughs> I mean, what, um, if, uh, what if he was that, uh, that NRG coach that they so desperately need? Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, he's got prior experience with the roster and, you know, might see, uh, a big change you know they were talking about how they wanted to have a more analytical coach and go over plays just bring the four time back man he helped y'all get your dub just just the bring four time, the four time. i there's something so funny about him being the four time like i swear to this day it's just it's coolness under pressure really right at the end of the day like yeah, it's just yeah. clutch moment after clutch moment and it's like you're like you know he doesn't stick out but then does the thing that has to be done at the right time or or doesn't make mm-hmm. the mistake right um so you know there's something that but can you teach that cursor are you able to teach that can you teach confidence under pressure 100 100 you can it's a mentality yeah, how would you teach it uh, how would you, how would you teach i'm not great at it but um uh okay okay i'll i'll, I'll go off on a two-second tangent here I, I deal with uh anxiety like clinical anxiety and have pretty much since i was diagnosed at like the age of 10. one of the things that helps me perform under pressure is tips i've gotten from co-workers family members friends things of that nature right where probably the big takeaway is don't worry about the things that are out of your control so in that moment where like you see like if we're to apply this to rocket league everyone's jacked up and no one's gonna be there in time there's no sense in stressing out over it and throwing your hands up to your face like oh they scored on us why it was so preventable yeah but the fact that you didn't prevent it and it's already happened means it's out of your control what you can control is how you react to it and are you gonna let this ruin your mental or are you gonna buck up and try again and um, I've kind of found a lot of success uh, in my career lately with that sort of mentality where, you know, I may stumble along the way, but that's kind of the point. Um, you stumble so that you can learn so you don't make those mistakes again, so that when you do come into that situation again, you can remain calm under pressure and perform as need be. And I, I think this is the, I mean, Keem, if I were to just, like, just bring this a little bit to our uh, listeners here for their... Um their own experiences i think as well it's like sometimes when you compare yourself to pros um it can actually be detrimental Mm -hmm. because 
I would say pros are probably trying to achieve perfection or their the pressure of their job is to be perfect, right? Which is like super you're unhealthy for the casual player. <laughs> but if you are trying to get better at something, you should strive for excellence, sure. not perfection, right? Right, yeah. So you should, you should strive for being the best you possibly can, but it will actually hinder you in the long run if every time you make a mistake, you're like, I should have done that perfectly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, what you should probably look at is like, and this, this seems like, mm, okay. I'm just about to go off to a tangent here. Um, Do it up. Tangent. Riff. Nice. All right. Uh, uh, so for the tangent riff here, the pen and talk scale that you got hit with there, <laughs> um, the, uh, the tangent I want to talk about is uh, real quick. Do you, do you remember when um, uh, the Alpha Go? Remember that documentary? Uh, or no? It's it's the it's so. the like the first like um, they kind of like uh, computer like AI type thing uh, f- to figuring out the game Go. Right. So they had oh, one for yeah. chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then okay. they had one for Go. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the one for Go here, what ended up happening is they created the computer instead of trying to win every game as like of go by as much as possible by the way goes this board game where you put these stones and you cover territory and it's very long and complicated and you can place it anywhere so it it feels very intuitive as opposed to like um calculatable Mm. like chess is sometimes Mm -hmm. right um so it's it's just very hard to predict so what they kind of program the computer like the machine learning to do um is to take percentage-based approach of what would be the the slightly more percentage-based play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would try to win by 1% instead of by 100%, you know? As yep. long as continuously, like, 51 to 49, then it would keep making those plays, essentially, right? Yep. Um, and that's kind of that's how it edged its success. So my advice to you is to, if you're looking at your mistakes, because we'll do like replay reviews and those are really good and you can be hypercritical of those, um, to actually measure your increase in, in how you are as a player, like you actually becoming better, you should probably take like a week or two average, right? Yep. Um, and see if you are making marginal gains, like even like small percentage gains overall and that'll probably be a better indicator if you're kind of moving up right yeah, so that's my tie-in that's that's how i tie that in uh also, yeah but i think if i may too but while we're on the subject yeah. before i forget you i think you made a really good like point i wanted to to jump on there too is uh mm-hmm. when we were talking about how to remain calm under pressure like a lot of like another thing in addition to um people trying to compare themselves to pros especially as a casual player or a ranked grinder another thing i hear far too much of with which like both you and i are guilty of too at at, at times you know even maybe sometimes today as well never <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna say but never <laughs> um people are very very quick to pass blame to lack of success or performance onto their teammates which again is not an element within your control so instead of allowing yourself into this bad habit of constantly thinking it's okay to just sit there and blame somebody else for your mistakes the the reality of it is if you wanted to rank up you could have found a way to work around it you know what i mean like the fact that you didn't is the learning curve right that's like why you are where you are like that's why it can be so difficult and so frustrating sometimes is because 
you might be on a level that they're not on, or maybe they're having a bad day. And we've talked about this at great lengths before on numerous episodes, but really like if, if we're staying on the topic of like mastering yourself and improving and rocket league and, you know, coolness under pressure stop worrying so much about the bad things your teammates do and worry about it like how can i support them even though they made this horrible thing happen like what can i do better right and i think i really like your idea of um you know keep yourself or hold yourself accountable and kind of look at an average because a lot of up-and-coming players who are trying to come up to you know champ gc the one way you can hold yourself accountable is watch your own replays. Nobody watches their own replays. <laughs> you would see just how wildly sure. consistent you also are and maybe why your teammates are doing some of the things they're doing. And we've definitely talked about this far too many times, but we'll keep telling you all of this until everybody understands. <laughs> and I'm curious like, if it'd be almost like you know talking from like a more holistic perspective if looking at like 10 different replays but seeing what's the one mistake you make the most of right. would be the most beneficial right yeah. it's like oh okay you had a glaring mistake this one game but maybe that's not a thing that's not a mistake you tend to actually do a lot right sure. and so it can, it can almost be like oh that's not actually a big thing that you have to worry about you just you made it that one game but the other 10 games you never made that mistake right right um or you had that tendency i was gonna say just off your point there um because you made me think of seagull do you remember seagull from overwatch is there is there any does that ring a bell or no seagull he was like a streamer, I think, and and what have you. Was it Seagull? I, I think it was I never, Seagull. I never really anyway. followed any of the personalities. I like I played the game a lot. He was a TF2 was guy, new. and then he... Ah, yeah. okay, that makes sense. Okay. Go on, go on, go on. Seagull. Yeah, but, but anyway, yeah, I think it was Seagull. I, now you're making me second-guess myself, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I was going to say, he he had a good point, because like Overwatch, you'd have six people on your team, right? Yeah, um, much more difficult than And then he's like... Well, but he, but this was interesting, right? It was it was like there's all these like things you have to do perfectly, and mm-hmm. he's he was kind of like, okay, well, let's look at the amount of players in the game. There's 12 players in the game, mm-hmm. so the only impact I have in the game, and this is like rough, right? This isn't actually how it works in reality, but like theoretically, the only impact I have in the game is one out of 12, right? So mm-hmm. less than 10 percent of of the actions that I do in the game have a result on the game. And so he's like, especially in that game where I think it was, is maybe a little bit like you, you it was a lot harder to kind of carry if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, but the idea was that um, essentially, okay, well this 8% that I'm doing, <laughs> um, let me make sure it's a full 8% and not a 2%, right? That's the only right. thing I control. And and you you kind of have to have the mentality. Yep. Um, and then Rockley, you think about that, you actually have a greater impact on the game, right? You have, yeah. you say, a third of your team, but then a sixth of the game. So you have about, you know, uh, a nice solid 33% or cut that in half there. Uh, what is it? 15, 15 to 20 there. And that's um, only if you're percent. playing threes. It's more if it's doubles or ones. It's only if you're playing threes, yeah. yeah. So um, you have, and then the, yeah, the less players there are, the more impact you have the game. And so it's like, are you doing your 50% if you're playing twos, right? Yep. Okay. So if you're doing your 50% or 25%, anyway, 50% for your team, 25% for the whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what's going on. We know the math. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, quick, quick maths. Um, But, uh, no, you're thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, man's hot. Um, so, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, the, the point the point is essentially is like, you just make sure yours is as 
perfect as it can be, sorry as perfect or like as close to that percentage as it can be and then if you do that you know 100 games over then you should be winning more games than you're not right yes um, in theory yes just statistically mm-hmm. in theory yep. you know and then like who knows if you have a bad run right like this is you can lose the statistic it can be like a month where you just you play like what 15 games and it just happens those 15 games are the ones where you might have played really close to your like your highest peak and uh it didn't work out, but you did what you could within what you what you controlled, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on average, like over a year, that will definitely balance out. So just the sheer amount of games you play in a year. Uh, if you're playing better than you usually are, you should rank up slowly, right? That's that's kind of how that works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we yeah we kind of <laughs> drifted here um, on this topic. Uh, that was your or <clears throat> or maybe even what do we call it? I, I don't I don't even know if we can Rant say we drifted and turbo tip together. There you go. Do you record for that one? No, I did the pentatonic scale again. Oh, okay. Because uh, I was I was closing I was closing that chapter, uh, uh, and now we're gonna go into some transfers. Ready for the transfers? Yeah, players who uh, do practice all these things we were just talking about, and they're pretty good at them. <laughs> yeah, here's here's your transfer. Uh... Oh, okay. There you go. It's nice, nice little. Nice little uh, chord progression up the bridge of the guitar. There you go. There you go. Um, so, uh, a couple, yeah, a couple of things of the transfers. Just, just generally, there's like some some players becoming active. Some things I want to talk about. <laughs> um, the big thing is, is I like to, what I like to call uh, the fall, not the fall, but should we say the uh, scrub killer. Okay, out of the big leagues or out of the the big main teams here. Um, so just recently, SK Gaming, right? He was on SK Gaming there. I uh, became inactive, and now he's joined Much Delight with uh, Stake, and they're kind of looking for a team. Mm-hmm. But I think this kind of marks like an important point a little bit, um, where I think we're at a point where he'll have to kind of re. I don't know, like re- reinvent himself, right? Like that that kind of that's kind of where we're at with Scrub Killer. Like I think yeah. I think it's interesting that there were like two years ago, year and a year and a half, maybe two, I think two years ago really at this point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um it was it was the Scrub Killer show, you know? It was it was the the guy that everyone was talking about, right? The the win, the the championship win and um, with so many things. And I don't think he's necessarily out, right? Like we're talking about turbo kind of retiring there, but um I don't think he's necessarily out, but he's definitely at a point now where it's like, okay, well, it's 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 go time. I need to really redefine my career and see if I can create this next chapter, right? Yeah. Um, and it just proves how absolutely cut through Rocket League. <laughs> like I've never esports careers are short, but like Rocket League is especially short. Like you got mm-hmm. a year or two, um, which. You know, there's there's another part of me, I and mean, we could probably talk about this a little bit. It's maybe that's not a bad thing. Like maybe maybe that is the natural progression of, of this esport where it's just like, hey, you do a year or two, you know, you make it to the pros, you make some money, you make a name a little bit. And if you want to go into content creation or you want to kind of go into the esports space after you can, or you can, you know, go back and get a get a quote unquote real job <laughs> with with some uh, money in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think there's there's something to that where it's like maybe it's better that you're not hanging on to this career for 10 years and um then you're really kind of lost without it. Um, but I don't know, maybe that's me not fully formulating a thought there, but uh, just kind of just kind of thinking out loud here. Sure. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I'm just like, yeah, I think I think I, I don't know if you want to talk about Skrupka a little bit, but I I just feel he's not been the main headline. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely almost as if um, I wouldn't say he fell out of grace, right? I, I will say this: it's probably got to be extremely difficult for. I, I mean, he's he's regardless of what public opinion is now, right? Mm-hmm. I will always consider him one of the greats. He helped put the game on the map. People alongside him, Cronovi, Turbo. These are people that but, literally uh, revolutionized the game. So hear me out, right? So it's got to be okay, extremely okay, difficult for somebody who essentially like, got into it at the youngest age and was the child prodigy to being in an era where every seven months there seems to be a new child prodigy out of some country who is, at, I, I hate to say it, eons better than he is. But they could not have gotten there without all of the information that those greats made public and showed people how to do. It already set them on the course of success, right? They, there's a, a, a my two second blurb here off topic. I hear this a lot from uh, conversations between coworkers older than me when they're referring to their kids or younger coworkers. Is uh, you suffered so they didn't have to. Right. Which is kind of mm-hmm. it probably strikes a chord more with some of the parents in our community where you're you're suffering your mistakes, all the knowledge you've gained, you're building to pass on to your next generation. Right. To make them successful. Like even for those of us here, like myself, who have siblings, like you want to see them succeed you someday. Right. They want them to be everything they want to be and more and happy and successful and whatever it may be. And. In a way, the greats struggled for us and showed us all this information. So now with all, and, you know, getting back on topic with all these wonder kids, you know, the, the Drollies, the Darks, the Nupos, the Zens, the Daniels, the, all these kids who've come up out of nowhere, who are just like, holy heck, the Scribbles, the, I, we could talk about tons and tons of top tier, uh, up and coming bubble players and, and, and other kids who come up and establish themselves through ones and, and learn the game to where they're extremely efficient. And then they learn to play with others. Right. It's like, it, it's, it's like, it's not news in rocket league anymore. It used to be way back when you had Ty Swoogles and I first on, we were talking about how watch the one scene is going to slowly creep over and like take over all CS. It's just going to be flooded with ones players. Cause they're really, really good. And if you can teach them teamwork, they're going to be better than most of the players on the field. Cause most of the players on the field in our LCS aren't once mains and they don't play once. So there's going to be a lot of flaws that can be exposed by a good ones player. If they're in a one V one situation where the rest of the team is down the pitch. Um, or even as they're coming down the pitch, beating players one at a time to get to the net, right? It's 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 just weird. It's it's gotta be weird for him, you know what I mean? And I think very much you hit the nail on the head. Like, I don't think he's throwing in the towel, and I'm sure he's had a lot of self-doubt, but I feel like right now he's going to the drawing board, he's jumping through teams and trying to f- like reimagine himself and find what works. You know what I mean? There's very few veteran players who have stayed with this game and stayed relevant. It is extremely difficult because the, as we all well know, the ceiling for Rocket League has not been touched yet. The floor keeps elevating higher and higher and higher, but we don't, there's not really an end point yet. You know what I mean? We're still seeing, seeing, you know, Squishy Muffins videos at least once a year where, oh, you know, 10,000, 15,000, 14,000 hours played. I've never seen this happen once in my career. And he's in like a ranked game. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like playing, yeah, player, players go. are still discovering new things look at the the insane popularity of the zap dash that got made popular in the last mm-hmm. year and a half and how something so simple 
a mechanic has never been utilized before or seen in that way. The game is just going to continually evolve. Because its parameters are already set, the mastery of what is capable within those parameters has yet to be realized, I think is the best way to put it. So for people like him who used to be the master, now seeing all these little masters running around, how do I one-up them? You know what I mean? Like how, like in addition mm -hmm. to training to get up to that level, how do I find the next thing? And that's got to be incredibly difficult. You're, that's like... That's like asking every single player who came up to be like, you know, how do I invent the next musty flick? Like, how do I find the next thing that gives me an edge against the rest of the competition? Because a lot of it, from what we've seen so far, has, quote unquote, possibly already been discovered, but we don't exactly know the extent of what can be discovered in this game yet, right? Like, people will sit there, like, we, oh my god, another one, right, is using your triggers on your controller as a gradient air roll that Zen's doing right now that has the community by storm for the last several months. Like, like what? <laughs> like nobody's thought of this? Not once because the speed at which you air roll can afford you other opportunities with good car control and good aerial mm. control. It's, it's, there's so much craziness to it. I just, it's gotta be tremendously difficult for him, but I just, I don't know. You could look at it, yeah. look at it as like you know, oh, he came in, he won his thing, and he was a one and done. He was all talk, whatever, whatever. Sure, there's there's a lot of players who've come and done that, made their you know top four, or whatever, and just never came back. But I don't, I, I don't think he's one I, of those uh, people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can I just make a quick analogy here? When you were saying the pioneers, I kind of put Scrub Killer as like the next wave, um, where he's like the kind of Hanamaru, wait, wait, what is, it? what is it, Naruto? What's the guy's name? The kid, the kid of the grandpa. Oh, uh, um, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Konohamaru. Yeah, yeah, there he goes. Yeah, I think you said it better than I did. Um, where, where he's that kid, but like we're already in Boruto, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I feel like, where it's like, oh, there's the whole next generation already coming up, but he's like, he's definitely uh, the one who's like taking uh, things and moving them onward um speaking of moving onward we're gonna we're gonna keep it going here yep, yep. uh with our transfer news uh next thing on the docket here is astral um heading out from moist esports which i feel like moist esports has been i don't know if it's astral show but like that's kind of the big name that that uh was on that team um and they have they feel like a new team a little bit here um yeah i it feel i don't it feels sudden to me um, but there's another part that, um, and we'll, we'll talk about this in a second, right? Where, um, yeah, it just, it's Joyo, Juicy, and Cash. So it feels like a different team here. Um, we'll see how they perform. Obviously, um, they, they they won the Winter Cup. Uh, so, um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, sure um but like maybe that's 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 kind of two months away from the awards and achievements so like maybe that's really what it has to do with it right maybe um is is just no recent results have been good enough and and it's kind of time to move uh, astro moving on uh to just inactive so really no no other news from astro right now uh and cash from uh wow there's there's uh, from quad uh, moving over um so so yeah quad kind of getting split up and i'll kind of jump right into that and the yep. quad the rest of the quad squad goes joins oxygen uh so it, it, yeah uh <laughs> so many rapid and then, changes and then and then okay 
so this yeah this um this squad is absolutely nasty here right uh we have on oxygen right now uh hold on am i reading this right did i did i lose myself here maybe so rlcs a winter split yeah so so uh okay rise was acquired in january and now is gone got it and so we have yep. archie juros and exo which is a nasty team yeah uh archie juros exo this is just the new oxygen team here in in europe here is just an absolute monster of a team um i remember when archie kind of uh showed up right uh if i'm not mistaken was it top blokes was that was that the first team am i am i going crazy here or was it mm, let me let me check was that. it the, is it double check that for me <laughs> if i'm going crazy uh yeah it was top blokes yeah what he really burst on I'm uh, right. yes, i got it yes yes it was uh, yeah where where i just remember that people were saying it's like it felt like archie versus a whole other teams and then we got jurors obviously oddly enough well they beat Keso, too. oh my goodness there you go so i am excited for this team uh this is definitely a team I'm looking for i think oxygen esports has at least name value wise a squad uh we'll see if it actually lives up to the hype mm-hmm. um but i'm hyped like this this feels like uh this feels like an naeu team if you know what i mean yeah a little bit <laughs> get the big names and uh see, see how they do um but there it is uh i want to, to before i talk to actually do you have anything to say to that about about this new team or can i uh, get no, to uh, the okay i'm gonna keep moving in here uh, i want to really quickly talk about axel um who I think they had some big changes here. Oh, yeah, I was just going to mention the gimmick. Toasty and Taroko are now on our team uh, called Axel. So the gimmick, the gimmick experiment. <laughs> the g- gimmick, you know, keeping up with his gimmick, I guess. Um, there you go. Uh, I'll just mention that. I just thought it was cool. I mean, every time there's the original C9 squad or that specific, I, I say the golden era C9 squad, I like to I like to mention them. I feel um, like he's like the front man in an alt-rock band that just never goes out of style. It's like gimmick in the gamers. He just keeps going, bro. He just he just keeps putting out bangers from time to time. <laughs> you know, we see little glimpses of what used to be C9 gimmick, but just, you know, just, just kind of falls a little bit short. Um. And you know, we we talked about Scrub Killer being the the name in the headlights, right? Um, I feel the name in the headlights for this transfer season for sure is Rice, yeah. Uh, who has now transferred to um, arguably the one of the most dominant teams of of any era, um, BDS. Um, yeah. We'll see if you know the the team that won last year, even though they didn't, you didn't think they'd win. Um, so he's he's on Team yeah. BDS here. Um, and that puts uh, extra as a sub. Yeah, Rai Seiko Monkey Moon. I, yeah, I don't even. I don't even know what to feel about that squad, man. I just don't. We've, I, we've seen so many just, of these squads we, that look good on paper, and then they just tank. <laughs> no, but this this is the thing with BDS. I think they found the sweet swap. So we keep saying um, that. We I've really been do. like. <laughs> Well, no, it's it's because it's because you need continual change to keep momentum going sometimes, right? Like every time they do a change, it feels like it's riskier than the last. But they've been kind of, I think, ahead of the decline of their squad. Like if I were to do it like analogy of soccer here, right? Or football, um, there's like a saying that every like three or four years, you need new players in the squad. 
uh, just because of the fact that it's like the same player can't continue doing that thing at the top level. Uh, you know what I mean? Past three or four years, like yeah, that, even for that player you, himself yeah. probably mm-hmm. probably can go to a new place and and do much better because it's just you're you're reinvigorated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe Team BDS has just kind of found this formula where it's. Um, that happens just a lot faster, right? Where every six months to a year, you're kind of looking for that new player continuously. Um, and and so you have this kind of phantom skeleton crew, and then you have a completely new new crew, but it, it's been introduced kind of every six months or every year. Um, and that's how you kind of continue to evolve and, and stay ahead of the game. So that's, that's my theory on this. And I kind of like, well, not from a player's perspective, but I like it from an entertainment's perspective. <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how they do and and see if they. Uh, I just want I'm just gonna look at quick results here. Uh, so yeah, they they've uh, last big achievement here that I'm looking at is the uh, world championship last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so they are definitely owed or in in it to win it, shall we say? Um, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's time for some changeups and and kind of catching up and. Um, I'm excited. I mean, this is this is what this is the. Uh, I want to see all the pieces kind of come together and type squad here. I kind of want that for G2, but I don't know if I'm ever going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doubtful at this point. And then G2, yeah. Well, G, it's G2 has gone completely the other way, right? If we want to talk about G2, right, where it's just like, nah, we are the squad. <laughs> like this is it. They say that, um, and then they show glimpses of it, and then it just disappears almost as soon as they talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, where'd it go? It was right there. It's not like you guys changed. What did, what did you do? I don't know. I'm not gonna get into it. But sorry. Next thing. <laughs> um. Next in here is um. So Mark by eight becoming inactive as of today. That actually um, blows my mind. And he is replaced by Oli on G1. After all um, this talk about staying on liquid and all this drama. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark by eight seen actually coming up out of nowhere and putting the heart on some people at the major. People be like, wow, what a team. And then, yeah, not playing anymore. Like what? Oh, G1 said it had some heart at the major, man. Thirteenth to sixteenth place. Yeah. Like that's not a bad playoff finish for this specific team. No, and they beat Faze. Um, I it's <laughs> tough by Mark right because he's he's part he's part of that BDS di- like dynasty whatever whatever you want to call it, the BDS dream team, right? Sure. Um, and he was the one who was kind of ousted uh, earliest, you know, a little bit. Maybe wait, was he the earliest? Now, now, now I'm trying to get the uh, thing. Or was he the second one who was ousted? Has BDS already evolved twice since then? I think it has. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Atomic Dorito Oli. Um, yeah, this looks like a fun squad. This is one of those squads where, uh, like the other two teams that we really looked at here, um, they I look at those squads like Oxygen and uh, yeah, and it's like oh, on paper, like these are these are some very individual world beaters you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and when i look at this squad this feels like the uh more a little bit more of the dark horse right yeah that makes sense yeah. like no names you know it's tested names and uh, names that have been in a lot of tournaments but um let's see how they mesh together and yeah there you go g1 
I'm with with the new look with Oli nine hours ago from recording here. So, uh, you know, good thing good thing we delayed the show. It wasn't delayed. We we chose the Wednesday this week. Uh, you know, we would have missed out on on this big news here. <laughs> I mean, if we did, though, would have been in true ASAP fashion for you. OG still kicking around that the news always comes out after ah, we record. <laughs> you're so right. You're so right. We oh, the bit. You know the joke. Ugh. Um, here's your honorary. A minor chord for uh, not being able to figure out <laughs> how to make the joke work this week. Yay! All right, there you go. Um, so uh, with with that in mind, that kind of completes the transfers. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, well, it's. I think. I think I'm looking at Wabs and I next week, um, but I'm sure when Messi's back on, he'll be uh, roaring to go about some of these transfers, and we're gonna start getting into uh, obviously the uh, spring splits here. So there's a lot to talk about, kind of going forward in Rocket League. Um, I think. I think it's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, we're kind of nice. Nice little groove here. Um, transfer's been fun. I mean, I the rise drama just finally ended. Oh, so there was more drama uh, too. Yeah. Oh, more drama. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let me add, let me add it to the topic. Is it part of transfers or not part of transfers? Uh, not really part of transfers, but part of part of okay. pro player drama <clears throat> that I found rather so amusing this week. I did more I did, uh, <laughs> here. More player drama. Before you do, I do actually have to sing a, a jingle. I am congrats, contractually obligated. Uh, um, okay. To uh, sing a jingle or, or a song, okay, do it, do it, do it. about drama. Yes, All right, yes, ready for yes. it? We have the drama corner, and it's gonna be not a loner. <laughs> and I tried to rhyme, and I don't have time, and it's time that we look for the drama in the corner. corner. Corner again. Woo! All right, there you go. <laughs> but uh, I'm having fun with the guitar again. Heck yeah, love it, love it. What if you could play Rocket League with your guitar? Would you? Don't give me ideas. <laughs> uh, what you create, like, okay, hear me out. All right, essentially, what you need to do is you would because it is it, this acoustic guitar actually does plug into electric, so you would equate a frequency with you need a program that could change a frequency like certain sounds would be certain yeah. yeah would be certain uh would be certain hits on the yeah on the controller and then yeah. yeah i think you'd do it i mean people have played rocket league on a guitar hero controller already why can't they do it on a real live guitar they can i just think you might have to go through one extra hoop <laughs> it might be easier with a guitar hero controller uh, uh, anyway what's your what's the player drama you found so here? the the brief little player drama i found this week that i found rather amusing was um there was a 1v1 matchup between uh famous 1v1 french player moxie and famous middle eastern uh, 1v1 player nupo and i don't I, I don't have the entire story but from the gist of it they played nupo won it was like 500 bucks and maybe nupo was bming a little bit as we know these young kids do it just happens or or they're trolling mm. to get a rise out of you whatever 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 and uh yeah i guess i guess moxie like lost it and just like just went at him and like started just like cussing about saying some things or what it's uh the dms between the two were moxie quite literally just verbally abuses this poor kid <laughs> 
Jeez. about his accomplishments thus far in his career and yada 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 and i make so much more than you you're nothing and blah. it's like oh my it's goodness. like holy ha- dude it was just a show match <laughs> like, y'all are supposed to show up in good spirits compete hard and like, it, it means it ultimately means nothing it's just a show match like if you win you win if you lose you lose like whatever like it's not it's not rlcs you know what i mean although i i could be wrong and please feel free to at me and correct me in the discord i don't know if it was part of the 1v1 thing that johnny boysman had going on with fear and whatnot and i like i don't know but i just i found it amusing that with everything that's going on right now and all these player transfers and whatnot, we still find these little cute content gems of players just being children at each other. And it's it's just the most adorable thing. It's like, oh, you didn't win it, by that much. Will... You're really not that good. And you beat him like 10 to 1 or something. It's like, all right, buddy. You know, good game. I just need him to, <laughs> to go, hey, you're irrelevant. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I need. <laughs> it's just, it's wild um, to me. But I saw it on Twitter. The, the DMs are, are everywhere. They were public. And then, like, Moxie had to release, like, a public apology because he was kind of, he was a little sussy. <laughs> there you go. It's kind of funny. Um, Check it out if, you, uh, if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you're into that. Uh, speaking of what our uh, listeners are into, I, w- I would like to um, just just as an add on here, a little bonus here at the end. I- I'd like you to guess, okay, for me. Mm. Um, uh, I'm, I-, I have a percentage breakdown of all the people who listen to us. Oh, okay. okay. So just doing percentages here. Um, which country would you say, uh, if if it's fifty nine point three percent? Okay, which country do you think is top here uh, that listen to, to our podcast here? To our podcast. Mm. I feel yeah. like you're asking me this because it's probably not America. It's not North America. So It's a, it's, it's a country, yeah, so yeah. let's start with that. Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> Europe. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not North America. Um, Are you sure? I Listen, I'm going to go through a couple of these, so maybe there'll be more surprises further down. Okay. What's your first guess here? Uh, at what was that? Fifty nine point six. You said point three percent. Fifty nine point three percent. There. Three. Mm, Norway. No, no. Norway is at. Uh, is hold on. Let me count on the list here. Norway is actually the eighth on our list oh, um, okay. with just just under one percent. <laughs> ah, I see. Okay. Yes. Yes. But it, but eighth on our list. Okay, okay. Um, no, it's the one you think it is. All right, it is North America. It's it's yeah. It's not a trick question. Oh, okay. I thought you were tricking me. So is it North America then? The second one might be a little harder, but the first one here, yes. Yeah, it would, I would imagine it's North America. Uh, United States, there. Yeah, yeah. United States yeah. Uh, is our first one here. Um, then we go the second one here. I'll just I'll just tell you here. All right, I'll tell you the next couple. Uh, we go with the English speaking countries you'd expect. Although number two, United Kingdom. Really? So uh, every time I say soccer, they die inside. Uh, so so secretly, Cole and Stumpy, if you're listening to this, we'd love to come on or uh, have you come say, on and chat they send with us. All the <laughs> listeners our way. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Um, that's fun. That's fun. Uh, Canada after that at nine point three two. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, and then Australia six point zero six also makes that. sense, yeah. And then here, this is this is the big one. So like we've gone through the English speaking countries, like the main main English speaking countries. Mm-hmm. Which country, all right, is the fifth most listened to to our podcast at three point one four percent? Um, 
Brazil. Ooh, let me just tell you where Brazil is here. Brazil is at uh, actually not that far. It is exactly eleventh. Wow, um, I'm getting really by, close to these. Not. Yeah, some of, the, some of these are quite quite good here. This, yep. this is like a guess your rank thing, and I'm I'm only like a division off instead of a whole rank set. Okay, okay, I can get down with this. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, uh, and my hint is it is in Europe. So let's see how your ge geography is here. Is it Sweden? Wow, real close. Sweden is our sixth most listened to at one point four percent. So Sweden is is right behind this one, but that is close. Dang it! Uh... Hmm. I'll give you two more guesses. Is it Finland? Finland is tenth. I got colder. Hmm. No, Poland. Poland, actually, let's see. Let's see if Poland's even on here. My geography is horrible uh, now. Poland, despite my best efforts, is <laughs> um uh, way down sixteenth on the list there. Oh dang. And it's probably my cousin. <laughs> hey, at least they made top 16, you know? Hey, you know what? There you go. There you go. That's RLCS quality. For playoffs. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, coming to number five, Germany. That there was literally going to be my next guess, honestly. So close. All right. And then last thing. Okay. The the one that's on the list, but the the, the country that we have, we have listens for, from, but the least amount of listens. Um. It's a South American country. What do you think it is? Ooh. That I didn't already name? <laughs> no, Brazil was 11. So Brazil's way up higher on the list here. This oh, is, yeah, this yeah, is, okay. uh, um, Where are we here? This is uh, like uh, 50th on the list here. Let's see. Uh, I'm stuck between Argentina and Guatemala. I'm gonna go with Argentina. So Argentina is That's not. No, 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 no. That's a bad guess. No, Argentina. No, Argentina is definitely uh, South America. But um, considering it's it's on the tip there, right? Mm. Uh, but. Uh, no, Argentina is very close. Argentina just has a couple, a couple more listens than these two countries here that are tied for last. Um, Argentina, yeah, a couple, couple of Argentina, but no, it was Chile and Peru. Uh, I'm just gonna give that away. There you go. So they they are tied for. We have listens, but I'm just gonna name a couple I, other I, countries I here that I find interesting. Chile too. <laughs> I'm second no guessing worries, myself. No it's ruining me. Oh no. <laughs> it's this is just a game. Uh, we have we have some listens from Malawi. Um, we have some listens from here. Let's let's see some interesting countries that you might not expect. Uh, India. Ooh. Um, we have some listens from South South Africa is pretty cool, but I, that, I think we also with that recent episode, right? Um, we probably probably helped us out a little bit. True. Uh, true. Recent, <laughs> recent, relatively, but yes, relative, recent. Yeah. Uh, uh, that whole scene there. Um. Yeah, we we've we've Philippines. Some listens from the Ooh, Philippines. Okay, maybe that's my uncle. You know, <laughs> my cousins of Poland. Maybe Could my uncle's in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, he's no, well, no, no. But my Michael <laughs> travels to the Philippines. That was anyway. Oh. We're good. Um, yeah. Shout out to him. All right, uh, your homework for this week. Should you choose six seven? That's right. We're we're closing the show here. Um, I learned an easy song on any instrument. Include it can even be singing. So it can be it can be a singing. It can be guitar. It can be piano. Find a song that you like. Google like YouTube tutorial how to play whatever easy mode or easy 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 chords or something like that, and then learn that song because you uh, it's fun. And then that's it. Post That's it on our Discord so we can cheer you on. Oh yes, yes, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, we, 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 we will we will have no hatred. We will have all but the the encores and the happy faces the and the poggers. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, all the love. Um, I like I like how last time we did this, like I, I made one of these challenges that we posted. Elias just posted like, yeah, here's me beating the dribble challenge. You noob. Um, so I just I felt that Elias. I'd like you to know that I've been humbled. And um, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, but anyway, anyway, we are not judge you. If anything, uh, we will be um, drastically. Uh, what's the word? Envious of your talent. So uh, yeah, uh, send those in. That'll be fun. Yeah. And we'll see you all next week. <gasps> Peace. Bye.